to Titus chapter 2. Titus chapter 2, the third of the three pastoral epistles found in the New Testament. Titus chapter 2, as a pastoral epistle, it means that this book of the Bible and the previous two in front of it are my marching orders as to what a pastor is supposed to teach and do. I read to you the last five verses of Titus chapter 2. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared to all men, teaching us that, denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. The grace of God teaches. The grace of God should not turn us into fatalists, that God, by His predestinating purpose and grace in Christ Jesus before the world began, should be rested upon as as such a thing that we no longer have any human responsibility. Because the grace of God teaches us something. And it teaches us that we ought to deny ungodliness, deny worldly lusts, and that we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, and that our focus ought to be on the return of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we should be looking for that coming. Because Jesus died for us. And this is the same argument that Peter's going to make in 1 Peter chapter 1, that because He gave Himself for us to redeem us from all iniquity and to purify to Himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works, we want to be zealous of good works. We want to deny this world, God's enemy, and we want to live soberly, righteously, and godly. This is the gospel, and this is what it ought to teach. This is what it taught in the days of the apostles. Not many teach it anymore, but we want to teach it here, we want to believe it here, and we want to practice it here. Let us pray. O Lord God, our Father in heaven, and yea, Lord, we call upon Thee as our Father, even though we shall receive a warning from the pen of our beloved brother Peter, that if we call on Thee as our Father, we should remember that without respect of persons you judge according to every man's work. And, O Lord, we ought to pass the time of our sojourning here in fear. We tremble before Thee, and yet we rejoice. We are Your blood-bought, redeemed children by the Lord Jesus Christ, and we thank and we praise Thee that before the foundation of the world, yea, before the mountains were laid and Adam and Eve were created, You had chosen a people in Christ Jesus to receive everlasting life, and You had promised and guaranteed that eternal life through the covenant with the Lord Jesus Christ, who in the fullness of time would come and die for them. 
We thank and we praise Thee for the message of the Gospel that reveals these mysteries to us. No man can know them. There's no think tank in the world that can find them. Heavenly Father, we are blessed to have the only book full of wisdom and truth, and that is the precious Word of God, the Bible, in our own language. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is Thy name in all the earth. Heavenly Father, we tremble before Thee, and yet we rejoice because there is forgiveness to be found with Thee. We thank Thee for the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ that cleanseth us from all sin. And we pray that this day we will realize that we have been redeemed to be Your peculiar people, zealous of good works. Help us to that end. Heavenly Father, we know that if we believe, it's because You have caused us to believe with the same power that it took to raise Jesus from the dead. We're thankful that you exercise that power toward us and that we have believed and we do believe. And strengthen us, O Lord, that we shall yet believe. Our trust is in thee for your blessings upon this assembly and your assemblies of saints around the world, known or unknown to us, it matters not, they are known to thee. For let the foundation of God stand sure, the Lord knoweth them that are His. Heavenly Father, we're thankful for this great nation in which we live, and we pray for Your rich and lasting blessing upon it, that we might continue to lead the quiet and peaceable lives in all godliness and honesty that we have been allowed to do so for so long. Be with us, Heavenly Father, and grant a measure of Your Holy Spirit that we have not known before. Grant that Your Spirit will be in us, upon us, and around us, uniting our individual hearts together to fear and love Thee, and uniting all of our hearts together, and those that will soon join with us into one body that is pleasing in Thy sight. Let us drink and partake of that one Spirit, that we might have one Spirit motivating every member, that we together by that which every joint and every part supplies, might be a fit temple of the Holy Ghost and church of the living God. Have mercy upon us. Forgive us our sins. Receive our thanksgiving for every good thing that we enjoy. We are thankful for the Lord Jesus Christ who sits at thy right hand, making intercession for us at this hour. He is Lord of all, and we look forward to his coming, at which time he will show this world that he is the blessed, and only potentate, King of kings, and Lord of lords. Let every heart that is present in this room and those that will hear in other places humble themselves before Him and worship Him who is Lord of all. Have mercy upon us, dear Lord. We ask these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen.